What is the thing that we can all do to really support the growth and development of this child and raise their own belief in what's possible? The educational landscape has shifted. The social mobility is very segregated. Therefore, politically, the same thing is happening. The decisions you make around that child's education are of paramount importance. What can we do that would make educators' lives better? How do we make change that you can see in the classroom? They don't have summers off. They're not on a break. Most of the time that kids are not in school, teachers are still working. To impact our urban public schools, to impact the life of a child, we really wanted to elevate the profile of our city as well as elevate the opportunities that exist in education here. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miss Education. Hey guys, I am so excited to be sitting here at this table. It's a Friday afternoon. Actually, it's the Friday before Thanksgiving break. So yes, cheers, cheers to that. To that. <laughs> Clinks all around. Clinks all the way around. We're excited. I'm back with Jenny and Veronica. They don't really need an introduction because they are... Mm-hmm. They are they. They are them. They are the <laughs> ones. Um, but but just in case somebody's not heard us before, I mean, I am going to give them a little bit of space to to talk about themselves for a second. Who's first? Go ahead, Veronica. I always like to follow you. I oh, just follow whatever yeah. you say. There but you go. My name is Jennifer Rosas. I don't know how many times I've been on Miss Education, but it's one of a my lot. favorite and things to do yes. now. Mm-hmm. My current role in education in San Antonio, I'm the assistant principal at Twain Dual Language Academy, and Mm -hmm. I'm also a parent to two emergent bilinguals that are being schooled in San Antonio ISD public schools. Nice. Yay. I mean, there's a lot more to that, but I'm in the context context of what I'm doing for this education. (laughs) That's it. That's what you need to know. So I am Veronica Valdivinos. I have, yeah, how many times have we been here before? I love coming here. I was actually just thinking about when I was looking around the room, like, I remember the first time I was in this Aww. room, and now it's like we were coming Do you know in, and we were sitting yeah, down, like, oh, it's been a whole entire calendar year since wow. the first time we recorded. There's really? a level of comfort yeah. today, like, there was totally. no angst, even in our, yeah. like, vibe right yes. before, we're so relaxed. That's like, yeah. exactly it's, why I was thinking about it, because I was like, we just came in, we're going to we sit down and up, opened up our this. wine. Yes. Yeah. We knew where our glasses were. I knew where <laughs> my spot was. I knew how to work the mic. <laughs> we got this down. Designated yes. seating areas. Yes. Yep. Um, what else? So I am also educator in SAISD at an academy. Uh-huh. <laughs> And what do you do there? And I am... What don't you do there, actually? What don't I do there? Um, I am an admin intern there at uh, at Bowden Academy. Mm-hmm. And and you do all the things admin interns do. I do, do all the things that admin interns do. Um, I was an instructional coach prior to that, so I am still doing some of those things. Yeah. I do admin things. I do teacher things. I do yep. all the things, whatever. Yep, 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 I yep. do whatever. And I am still doing all the things I used to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like it, right? It's yeah, like, okay, obviously we like it. I do it. like all it a things. lot. I do. I've had so much fun. We're we're like pretty close to halfway through recording the season at this point. Um, and I've gotten to talk to some really cool people. And they are really invested in the idea of school reform, but also maybe even more invested in like – Making sure that everybody 
who isn't working in a school house or a school building is still thinking about the work that's happening in the school building, which I feel like is has become my new passion is I am a teacher and I will always be a teacher, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like I, everything that I've ever done has been centered around teachers and teaching. Um, so I still count myself as a teacher. But I feel like there's a little bit of a new passion in me that is about making sure that other people who aren't teachers or who don't know a teacher or love a teacher understand how what an amazing job not like amazing and oh how cool but an amazing like oh my god that's a lot of hard critical creative thoughtful work that happens every single day um and so i love sitting here talking to you and honestly like the feedback that i get from people who listen to the podcast when it's the three of us is that it's just super authentic and i will tell you why I think that is. And we're funny. (laughs) 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 It's hard not to laugh at some of the stuff that happens. I think part of the authenticity is that you, we're all still very much practitioners that are really, really close to, we're in it. We're Mm -hmm. really close to students and we're really close to teachers. um, And we're all really good friends and family. I feel feel authentic and I feel like myself when I'm with y'all. This Mm -hmm. feels real. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is the reason why when we walk in, it's just so easy. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. It's just like sitting down and having a conversation with all of us like, hey, what's yeah. going on? So it's just. And and what nice. I think is really cool is that we've created that space for other people as well to experience yeah. not only mm-hmm. on the podcast, but through salt. For sure. Yeah. Last night. So. Yeah. So Double we're not cheers. just tooting our own horn. I mean, a little we are. Right. Like a little <laughs> thing. But. The reason I brought it up is because it is the week before Thanksgiving right now, and I'm just super thankful for the two women that are sitting here with me today, like yeah. in big ways, not not just in work ways, but in life ways. I'm super grateful. So I just wanted to point out that they do good work and that they are my besties, and I love them. So now we can move on. I have been talking to everybody about school and the idea that's floating around that school is a problem to be solved, mm. which that's hard to argue there are problems to be solved. Um, I think it's a way more complex than that. But anyway, if school is a problem to be solved, whose problem is it to do the solution mm-hmm. finding? Wow. It's a very Steve. loaded question. I know. Well, it's drink heavy. your wine. You can you come on just, now. Catch I'm up. also just a little context. Like 12 minutes ago, I was at, in my, <laughs> at my campus dismissing 500 kids and so it's, it takes a second. Anyone who's an educator, no, you know, real. it takes a second. 12 minutes ago, I was cursing the fact that I have to speed through San Antonio every single day because I'm chronically late to everything. So you Even. have that like transition mode where you have to like transition <laughs> off campus. Does it need to be saved? And then who's going to do it? Or rescued? What was the word you yeah. used? Why well, is it solved? But solved. those words work too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's the vibe. Let me come save you. Yeah. Like I feel that. Yeah. I just eye rolled, by the way, just yeah. in case. I knew. I'll save you. I'll save you. Save a school, save a campus. I constantly have to navigate. So I'm not originally from San Antonio. And so even though I align linguistically and culturally and even racially to the demographic that I'm serving, by the way, if you don't know what I physically look like, <laughs> I'm, Please brown. Describe- I'm brown. I'm <laughs> brown. And my first language is Spanish, and I have this little cactus on my face. It's called nopal on my frente. I got nopalito on my frente. 
And um, I, I have to no, I really do have to come. I have to come um, with the sense of humility yeah. um, to, to everyone that I serve and not it, there's no rescuing. It's like this just like layer of humility. So even though um, I might align linguistically and in some cases, culturally, each each neighborhood has its own culture. Every school has every its own. school oh gosh, yes. has its own culture and neighborhood, and then it permeate like it's all one thing. So I think I have to constantly remind myself that I am an outsider, and even though I've been here for God twelve years now, I'm still like functioning in this space that I am not a product. She's still of. trying to accept our tamales. The tam- no. Oh God, been don't even get me started. The tamales in San Antonio. In, 12, in, 12, in for 12, 12 years. years. In and San teaching in San Antonio for nine. So I think it's just constantly thinking, like, I am not here to save anyone. Did my Does my schooling and my own schooling and, and who I am aligned to the work that I'm doing? Yes, but I'm not here to save anyone. I'm here to service. And I think yeah. that's completely different. Totally. Um, and what was it? You used this different word. Not save. Solve. I said solve. solve. Yeah. And and there are things that need to be better because I think if you lump education into this big thing, there's so many pockets. Like, do we want to work on our STEM or do we want to work on literacy or do we want to work mm-hmm. on college readiness? And, and I think solving looks really different to different people depending on the lens that you're coming from and your school, your own schooling experience. Totally. Right? And I also think like being ever solved. solved? No. Like we're, just completely no. we're done here. Uh, no. no, and school Never. by nature, like it, That's humans mean, evolve. Like, na- like yeah. humans evolve, and we create so new problems. Has to evolve, so right? We, we fix one thing, and then no. we freaking go, go and create crazy. a new problem. Yeah, no, humans evolve. Like we've changed, so schooling has to change because yeah. schooling is a, if we just. If school is learning, then learning has to constantly evolve too, right? So it's never going to be solved. Like we're never going to find a remedy to whatever we think is wrong, right? So. So I took that a whole, Say I guess, Talk a to whole me. Yeah. different Say way. It. I think you were, you were, I think, identifying with, with our, with students, with population, and just how. I was how contextualizing can, the question, completely. right? Yeah, and then I took it as. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep pouring yep. wine keep over pouring. here, if you don't mind. Um, and I think it comes from like, okay, this is the school that you're at, so this is what you think about the school where I'm at is. It's like different. we are trying to improve. We right. need you to need improve. A yes. We do need a solution. Mm. So I think about that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, what comes to my mind. And it's about um, like whose plan do we go with? You know, right. it's like who's yeah, got exactly. the best ideas and what can we do yeah. to make our campus better? Totally. Better for students. If you're already at a school that is high performing or you're already at a school that is um, employing employing best practices, like being very culturally relevant or being very um, restorative in your discipline, then then maybe then maybe, yeah, it's like, leave me alone. We've got this. I got it. I got it figured out. And I'm working through like the idiosyncrasies of running a school. Right. But for the most part, the practitioner is going to be the solution finder because what we've done is working Mm -hmm. but if you're coming from a school that's not in either of those Mm. situations then then yeah i think you are looking for a solution and Mm -hmm. everyone is quick to offer one i feel like Mm. Like, do it like this do it this way i think that's totally um what i've seen totally and it's it's um it's a lot of different solutions and it's not always the same solution coming from everybody 
And there's, of course, different opinions about what works and what doesn't and what we should be doing. Um, And I think it's a matter of everybody coming together to jointly not even just solve this problem, but what is going to be best for our students? Like what what do they need? And then Mm -hmm. kind of go from there first. I think we need to take a look and what do our students need? And it's not just a problem to be solved because it's not just a problem to be solved. And then you walk away and say, okay, I'm done here. These are our, our solutions or, or whatever we want to call them that have lasting effects on the people we serve. Yeah, for sure. On not just the kids, but on the teachers too, right? Because sometimes you can try to implement a change or an initiative or an idea and you actually burn someone along the way mm-hmm. and then they're like, I'm done being a teacher. I'm done. Yes. I'm done. Or I'm done at this campus following or I'm done. Initiatives. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We don't want to, and, and definitely like when I talk and, and just like what you said earlier, I, I always think of, of myself as a teacher, like I'm always in the teacher's shoes. Yeah. Um, so we definitely don't want to do that. So everything we do is like, how are the teachers going to feel? What are they going to think? We always yeah. want to include them. Absolutely. I remember um, in one of my previous roles in the district, um, I, I was a specialist. And so they send you to like campuses that are, that need a lot of support, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Fix it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. And so when you get there, you're ready for your ideas and you realize that there's three or four other people that are also working with the same team or the same teachers. And then it's, it does become... Um, teachers don't know which way to go who to listen to or mm-hmm. what they're even implementing because we have so much support and it's mm-hmm. not streamlined like all the people that were working with that one teacher and so I would notice like that teacher's receiving support from that person like I'm gonna let them go so I'd mm-hmm. kind of find pockets of like who who is doing okay so they're not receiving like the full support I'll help the people that are okay that don't have anyone yet um so I, I can totally feel that how and I've also worked like I, as a teacher myself. We, I was at IR camp, so mm-hmm. it changes the culture of of mm-hmm. uh, how everybody approaches your school, and how everybody approaches you, and it changes that whole vibe. But it's the same thing. Like some people came at me with humility, and they had worked with my kids before. They knew my community, and they knew they even knew like my standards. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, help me with these teaks or whatever. But other times when there's uh, a different perspective, right? If I don't agree with their perspective of how I'm going to do this, then I'm like, okay, you can tell me how to do it, but <laughs> it's my it's my classroom. Thank you for your help. Mm-hmm. You know, just it just depends. But you're right. Like we're both at very different campuses, so we have like we're <clears throat> processing what that question looks like in very different, in different contexts. Ways. Yeah. So what's keeping you up at night right now? Because you are in different places, but I'm sure there's something that you're like, man, I got to think about this. I think there are two things that keep me up at night. One are all the deadlines and the paperwork. <laughs> For sure. I, I'm like. Uh, it's a lot. I, it's so much. Like, okay, give us a, just give us the short list. Like what's currently on your to-do list right now today? <laughs> T-test. T- uh, observations, planning, at-risk, paperwork, assessments that are coming up vetting those assessments, getting data analysis sessions going. Do we have subs? Do we have coverage? 
We have PD next Friday. Um, what classrooms are they going to? What subs are we going to get for that? What's the schedule going to look like for that? Mm-hmm. That's like off the top of my head. And there's yeah. more. There's things I need to update in our plan. Um, in your campus improvement In our plan. campus improvement plan. I, I'm seeing my list and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, um, I think all of that and making sure I'm staying within my timelines. Did I get it signed? Did I send it to so-and-so? What's funny is that um, we are going through training at Rice University. So we did like a leadership um, profile. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, and I have to look it up, but it, it was one of the things that I was going to work on was delegating my work Mm. that's like it's hard for me it was my is it hard for you yes apparent it it is apparently by the way I answered and I know it is actually I know it is um so that was like one of my lowest topics or or whatever and I needed to work on that so we shared that during our meeting this week it's like what's your lowest one what are you going to work on it's like well this one says I need to like delegate my work but that's really hard it's really hard for mm-hmm. me, because I know what needs to be done and I know how I want it done Absolutely. Um, and I know how important it is. And that's just like the paperwork aspect. And then, you know, on the other yeah. side of what's keeping me up is just what's happening at our campus with students, you know, like yeah. our our students, period. Like and happening at school with them or happening at home with them? Happening. Sorry. Yes. Happening at home with them. Yeah, I think uh, their backgrounds, what they're coming to school with, what they come, you know, and talk to us about or, you know, when they. Yeah. When we see them. Can't even really solve for at school. No, not not entirely. Not not entirely. There are little pieces of the puzzle I think we can help them with. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I think that keeps me up at night to worrying. Like, yeah. How are they? What's yeah. happening today? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> when they're not at school, yeah. how are they? How yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Totally. I think mine's kind of the same way. Yeah. Like the things that are keeping me up at night, obviously, um, I'm the one I'm the one AP on my campus. So I'm mm-hmm. just like all the programs. And um it's first it's my first year as an AP. So learning mm-hmm. like who to call, where to submit Special it, where to get the forms. Bilingual programming. I had everything. three hour art today, like mm-hmm. ARDS, LPAC, uh, MTSS, like all those programs. And and I think it's just all of them have different deadlines. And it's all these programs and it's like yeah. ten different people in the district. And I and I'm like, are all of y'all talking to each other? <laughs> Did y'all know that <laughs> was the we short this answer other or thing, the long answer? This other thing the same day. And and I know like everything everything needs immediate attention, you know, for that program's eyes. And so it's really like managing, okay, what, what needs to be done right now? And, mm-hmm. um, this, the simple fact is, is that that's what my role is on paper, but then mm-hmm. I become like this human capital mover and, um, troubleshooter during the day of, mm-hmm. of people, right? Like if it's student to student or student to teacher or parent to teacher, or there's all these different things that could happen, cafeteria staff to teacher like there's all these different relationships that happen in this web of schools and then it's me and Mr. Garcia that see all of it and and support 
um, that things go in an amicable way and that it's a win-win for everyone. So I think for me, it's just like all the people and the programs that I have to do within that. And the second part is um, back to students. Like I think when I'm talking to teachers individually and they've told, they've expressed concerns about students, I go home and I'm like, have I done enough for that student today? Like, what did I do to ensure that's that this student that I'm thinking about on the way home um, is getting either interventions or it is mm-hmm. if he needs to be evaluated for something or because every teacher has two to three, but if you add all those two to three, it's a lot that are for from the campus. entire campus. Yeah, you your brain never stops thinking about like, did so and so bring their book or is, did so and is so and so going to be able to read over the next ten days that they're at home? So you're constantly thinking about um, all of the kids, and you're like, if I'm there's always a person on campus that's like. You know, that expression, like fall through the cracks, like I get to be the crack filler. Like I get to ensure that those cracks are filled and ensure that my teachers feel supported and have the resources and knowledge to give them what they need. And if not, let's get you someone on your team that can support that or an instructional coach that can support whatever that needs. So that's what keeps me up at night. And it's that we have kids that respond very well to our tier one instruction. And I'm proud of that. But when they don't, that's who's keeping me up mm-hmm. at night. And I'm, and I know that it's this long, extensive process to give kids what they need. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. still maneuvering through what the process looks like. And then um, it's it's kind of in, intense to be the person on the campus that's supposed to know what that process is and how to give kids support for all teachers. And so they're constantly like, this kid has is showing this. So I'm constantly reviewing journals or having conversations with teachers. And um, it's it's a heavy, like it's a heavy thing for me to carry. And at some point I'm like, who who am I going to let down? Like, I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to happen. So I take that very, I don't take it lightly. And so yeah. I'm, every day I'm like, this teacher talked to me about this kid. And so I'm, I'm going to take the next, I'm going to be off for 10 days. And I'm really going to take the time to come up with a better system so that after every conversation, do I have to keep one journal where I'm logging? everything that kids say and or do I need to have each a section in a in a notebook for each kid for mm-hmm. each conversation I have with a teacher or parent I don't know and I know that there's school leaders out there that are doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. all over yeah. everywhere and so yeah. there's got they have to I'm like maybe I can Pinterest a good system <laughs> <laughs> I, so that's what's keeping me up I feel like you have night. to just figure it out like what right. works for you right. so, yeah totally so I had like different Binders? Like, <laughs> I didn't have binders, actually. They were oh. composition books. Okay. So I just carried a spiral notebook with me, and one was for parents, like parent conversations yeah. and student conversations. And then the other one was if like teacher conversations. And it was literally a spiral notebook because yeah. it was easy to find, and I had plenty – it's like the thing people want to give the most when it's school mm-hmm. supply drive time. <laughs> so I have always had a lot of spiral notebooks yeah. and I would just keep them. And then if a, you know, if I was away from my desk and the secretary put one of those little message things on there, it went into the spiral notebook. And then that way I could also go back and say like, oh yes, on this day she did call me and I should have, you know, Followed or whatever. Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or if I did have a parent conversation and at the end of my day, I would try to go read what I wrote and think, did I leave anything out that happened today? Was right. there anyone that I talked to that I didn't at least write their name down in my spiral notebook? Right. And then I would just collect those over time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was super informal and on the go and I could carry it with me. And but I think what's exhausting is that it comes in so many different modes. Like, totally. Like some parents like email you for 12 weeks yep. and you're going back and forth and some parents just show up and mm-hmm. they're like, this is my concern. And 
I, I do want to have like a level of accessibility. Like my parents, kinder through 12th grade, they didn't talk to a principal or an AP a single time. They yeah. never, ever. And, and it's I, kind I, of I mean, funny my mom too, right? Don't you I'm think like, like when you were teaching, never you didn't did. necessarily have such, like you didn't have such interest from parents and families to like seek you out and say oh, this thing. Oh, they're obsessed. They're obsessed with me. I'm the most popular person like, on my campus. When you're in the classroom, you're initiating the conversation oh, almost 100% of the time. Yeah. Like you're you're calling and saying, hey, it's time for a parent conference. Right. Like, hey, it's in. the nine weeks. Let's right. Or, hey, I need you to know this happened today. Right. Like you're in the classroom. You're the one that's initiating the, the conversation. Yes. When you leave the classroom, it's the complete opposite. No, I'm not starting any conversations. You're not. You, they're just there. They're there right when you walk in. They're there at the end of your yeah. day, at the beginning of your day, yeah. at your lunchtime. Yes. Like somebody is always waiting to talk to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I think that as your roles change too, like I, I would have, <clears throat> just as an instructional coach, I would just have monthly, and I would do the same thing, spirals. I had spirals of my notes of who I talked to, what we talked about. I love Everything notes. I needed to know was in this by month. Yeah. No problem. I think now this year <laughs> it has changed and I brought home extra spirals because I need to organize my other spirals because there's such a long list and I will forget something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it that I had to now go into not just the one subject. Spirals. <laughs> right. Like I need multiple. Five, I need the three. Five you need the subject. five to seven subjects. <laughs> Probably. But College rules. I got like three <laughs> subject spiral notebook. And yeah. that first part is only going to be my list. Yeah. These are the things I know I need to, you know, come back around and check on. And mm-hmm. once I do it, okay, I can cross it off. But at least I can go back and look at it and say, oh, yeah, I forgot to yeah. get in contact right. with this. Or, oh, I forgot to email about that. But I need I need that because there's so much. You're right. Exactly. There's so much. And everybody's going to talk to you. You can't walk down the hall oh my gosh. without a I million questions. And and I'm good with that. Like, oh, I'm come a, and ask I love me. It. And I, I do always love, tell them. I do love people and I do yeah. love I, talking. And I, I do love it talking for who school. I am. It works. <laughs> yeah. It works. Yeah. And I always tell people, like, if I don't respond back to you, text me. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's okay. Text, text me. Because I'll forget. And so I feel bad though when I forget. So right. I figured out like I I'm need the to worst write this follow up email. Me too. I am the absolute worst. This is, I'm going to try if this ever new system. Teachers I'm try. ever had mm-hmm. feedback for me, that was always like the number one or number two, probably Can like number two or back? three. But like you never freaking answer your email, <laughs> and I'm always like, uh, uh, sorry. I I think like that's the thing I'm obsessive about. So like I created these folders, and that's that's my system. I have like folder for all my programs and all the t tests and all the pedal that I have to for do the right? email. Yes, and then I, I just and then I, I like log I, I away. Literally, log am away. the worst. Log away. I create I folders too. If I've ignored your emails. I apologize now. <laughs> I have I'm folders at in my email, but the problem with my folders is that I'll be like, folders. "Oh, this is this. Move to blank. Move to whatever folder." And there it sits because the only thing I'm sits. looking at is the inbox, so I have to leave them. Right. In the inbox. I oh, need no. To leave my it. inbox has to go to like five emails a day. I get obsessive consult puzzle. Okay. Maybe my okay, work anyway. email, but my personal email is out of control. She has. That's no, insane. Jen. I'm t- Everyone 8, judge her. 8,546 8, emails. But a lot of it is junk. I'm yeah, serious. Like, I, Yeah. It's just type. 
but whatever. I'm I don't. I don't. You know, have it's just a, a an easy like, swipe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never open my personal email. I well, never. I also no, never give anyone no, my personal email. Your iPhone email. has changed it. You just have to uh, like go down, and it'll erase a bunch at a time. Have what? you seen Show that? Me. Look, let me just like, you got to show edit, the old people, and then you just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then watch. I just can't watch this. Watch this. Wait. Oops. Wait. Oh. That's, that's you, good news. That's well, yeah. You, see, so like see. all those emails that you, right now, Apple, Old Navy, The no. Loft, The Children's You place. have to go I'm through like, it every day. Such, I can't go through it every day. Go My every life day does not allow that. you're sitting on the pot. No Just way. Go, I, I would want, never. Lord. I, <laughs> I want to know right now also, why don't nobody showed me that Jenny before. Don't ever ask Jenny to touch her phone. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> sanitizer please it's no. it, you know i'd rather have that and sanitize it than magazines in the restroom those scare me yeah Mm-mm. i'm sorry let's move on <laughs> i know how did we you get know, here you know when magazines in the bathroom freak me out is when stop. you're at work in it and there's oh, books in it. like you're at it. school and there's a book in the stop. bathroom I'm like no you got kids you gotta go watch no do um, your business at home I'm about, you know to puke. Scares me? I'm about to vomit you know what scares me about magazines in the restroom when they're crinkly <laughs> <laughs> and they're wet you know it's stop we're okay we're completely on. deviating from the conversation i have shown school life these two we these two what generation things. are y'all what's, what's what not millennial what what, 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 gen, what is it called generation Jeez. x i just showed these xers how to delete <laughs> i'm multiple not a generation x. yes you I, are no, I'm, not, I'm gonna google it right now stop you i'm are. gonna google it no for real i'm gonna google it. i just showed them how to delete multiple emails millennial style because I literally have like eleven in my inbox since lunch because nope. I like go through nope. and clean it so obsessively. At work, yes, my no, work that's, emails. That's I don't have a, a problem with it, but oh, my yeah. personal, I'm like, yeah, no, no I don't. Nothing up. important is in there. What my, are you? Okay, Jen X. Okay, what yeah, are you? Yeah, I am. You are. I told you. Y'all Xers. Come on. I thought you were, were like we, Z or something. Wasn't there like I don't know. Whatever. No, Could, Z is, is after movie? millennials. I'm like, is that like super young? Is that definitely, maybe your your sons are Z. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Okay. So, so <laughs> for the sake of the podcast, let's yes. continue. Sorry, I had to take a quick wine break. Um, we were talking about solutions and whose solutions are currently being implemented and mm. why, and what solutions should we be reconsidering. So, like, what's one thing that would make all of the difference in your building with your students and your teachers. Like one thing, like this is, if only this one thing were changed. Could it be a big thing? Yeah, it can be a big thing. What is it? I think it's human capital for us. Is that silly? No. I'm like, I just need six more people at Lunch Duty. I just need two more people providing. What would happen if you had it? I just need. Like if six people showed up for Lunch Duty, what would happen? Like what would be different? For starters. You wouldn't have to do it. it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. That would make Jenny's life easier. Honestly, uh, so today I did this really cool thing. I'm going to tell everybody what I did. Maybe maybe some schools can steal it. We have like literally 
10 volunteers per class, like parents that have gone through our school system, App Garden or whatever it's called. Yeah. So each parent had to select two parents to watch their classroom for an hour to an hour and a half. It was like 1230 to two. Mm-hmm. And then we all ate lunch together. Mm-hmm. Like it humanized us as teachers. It, it cultivated us. We got to say one word that described our thankfulness for a year yeah. last year. And I haven't, I can't think of a single thing, even the first week of school, that custodial staff, custodial a cafeteria staff. Everyone, was, everyone was a part of it. It's the first time that we've all been together to where somebody, some people made a comment like, I didn't even know all these people were in the building. But because when you're an admin, you do talk to all these people every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. But when you're a teacher, you do when, you. Yeah. Right? When I was a fifth grade teacher, so, it was like, you're not yeah. sure. You're not you're sure. Not because sure, right? I didn't care. I just, you're, yeah. in, you're, you're, in, your, you're in your thing. Like yeah. you're doing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, all of our teachers got out of half lunch, but it's because we had, 50 extra adults in the campus. Everything was so much easier. We had three people in the front office. We had people in the library. It's a human capital problem. And I know that like, it'll never happen where we could have like a main teacher and someone helping provide support. But it's like, imagine even as a teacher that you're doing whole teach and then it's like, okay, let's do some guided practice. We're going to do with a partner. And then instead of having one person go to 20 kids, you get to have like that extra human. And we see it when we have like, we have several teachers, yeah. have student teachers and the t- those teachers are significantly less stressed. Significantly yeah. because if they have, have another teacher. For right now, we really do have good ones. Like I have to admit, like I've seen them teach. They're good ones. But um, I don't know, it's a human capital. The front office is constantly bombarded. Like there's just never enough people. And, and it's like, if you really look at the ratio from like adult to student, it's, I don't know, including all admin and everyone, it'd probably be like one to 12 or something, you know, yeah. that would include non-instructional personnel too. So it's just, ours is a human capital and we just need more people, more hands on deck because we're all doing multiple things. So like human capital is really expensive. So if you think through what a salary is plus right. benefits, right, it's it's a, actually a really big investment. So if you if you were thinking through... I need five more instructional assistants at, and and an instructional assistant costs maybe anywhere from like twenty seven to thirty two thousand dollars plus benefits like do you think that that's money that's still where you would put that investment so if you needed five more of those that's what one hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh yeah actually you know what I think I would like someone to support I know this is really selfish but like I need my own. I need a clerk. Dude, I used to, you know, when like, I was a teacher, you know what I my one wish was? Why can't every grade level have a clerk or a secretary? Like some Their somebody that would, level yeah, that could like run, yes. make copies. I was like, or, isn't that what we're for? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, or like, just do administrative like scheduling. Like yes. I could say, I need to talk to these five parents sometime this week please look at my calendar and book these appointments for me. Like please. make that initial phone call. You don't have please. to get into the weeds. I just need somebody just to like, I didn't out. know. And I knew that when I was teaching, I was like, why can't we have somebody that would would do sort of this stuff during my day? Yeah. Even if they're part-time, like if I had to share them, I'd be fine with that. Um, I really, really recognized it when I left and I had somebody that I could say, hey, 
Jason, I need to talk to this parent. Could you please call them and set up an appointment for me? Yeah. Like then I was like, man, my life, my life as a teacher would have been so much easier if I could have turned around and said like, hey, can you help me with this? But I always think, so I think that we do think that it's going to be easier if I only had five more people or if we only had this. But when it comes down to it, just like when you had someone to make Make. those phone calls and do that, you were still – busy and you still could have used someone else so I think that even though we do want that like human capital there we need it Um, don't get me wrong we need that extra set of hands it's still never in in my eyes like it's still never enough we're you're you're still gonna have stuff on your list that rolls over to I know every Mm -hmm. single person listening has always imagined winning the lottery yeah like what they would do I can attest that I would if I won the lottery. I mean, talking like millions, I would continue doing my job. Yeah, me too. Of I course. would never. I, I I'm like, there's not enough money that could like could fulfill what I'm doing every day. Like it's it's I have perfect alignment, right? So, but would you but, still want to get paid for it? Because I'd be like, girl, you just won the lottery. I'm not paying you to do it anymore. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're paying. You're paying someone. Like, okay. <laughs> But I would seriously, no, even as a teacher, I said, let me win the lottery, but I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to keep doing the work that I'm doing, but I'm going to hire like some type of clerk or an assistant. We're like, what if somebody came around and said, I will put up all of your bulletin boards for the whole year? Oh my God. Can I, can I honestly tell you, we're we're blessed right now. And I will take, I will tell you the blessing and I will give a shout out to my entire community. There's always like 10 parents Mm -hmm. on campus and I'm gonna. T- our teachers have like Polar Express with like 3D bells and like gingerbread houses, and we have like rainbow like hallways. <laughs> but it's because they're like, how can I? The per- per- that parent is like, how can I serve this community that has given my child so much? And they're like, I'm gonna pull up, a, put up a bulletin board. Now, do I want to tell that parent? Do you want to not be cute, do cute things, and come help me put <laughs> my nice. LPAC folders together, <laughs> my LEP folders together? But I know I can't. But I think that's, that's the what one I would thing do. Human that we capital have. is what I would invest in. If you're like, here's a $3 million grant. What do you do with it? What do, I'm going to do some more human, human capital. capital. And maybe and maybe it's not so selfish. Like I get my clerk, but like sure. a sped instructional assistant. Yeah. or um, And that's just, what I was just going to say. So yes, I definitely want I, that yeah. human capital on my, camp, on my campus. But it's not um, as an assistant or anything else. Mm-hmm. I need those interventionist i yeah. need those yeah. the wraparound um, stuff the, mm-hmm. all the stuff. social worker and the then social worker counselor i need all of do that you know right now the ratio for students to counselors in high schools is 400 to one that's not possible that's that's what i'm talking about is that i know but it is that it's way like possible. an elementary school 400 to it's, one it's guys the same yeah you're right elementary guys school. it's just the, the ratio it's every single department that i talk to lssp speech speech therapist every single department that how i encounter could you counsel how there's could, not enough you can't there's not enough people for the amount of kids that we have on it you can't counsel 400 no, to one you're seeing them like here's four minutes with you but how could you go into like the true depth and complexity of like looking for a college like building self-awareness or building that at an elementary school yeah you're even right, at an academy we only have one send counselor send and we have pre-k <laughs> to eighth grade oh yeah how, what's, your, what's your total student population? It's somewhere around 550. We have one counselor. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, that's totally correct. We have Even one counselor. More. We're I'm at 495. At, right. We're pre-K-5. 
one so, counselor and she's and i think she's it even worse we need a middle school one because when it comes to electives and wh- how is that going to count in high school and you know your job fair or college field trips yeah those i think are separate from what the elementary school needs we need two different counselors and it's a counselor for elementary and even if it's a counselor for middle school we definitely need help so yeah, that one to yeah. four hundred sounds about right because I think it's more than so that. So human when it gets capital. To that would be mention. one thing. Well, that's Jenny's one thing. You're completely validated. We we proved it, Jenny. Thanks, Yay. guys. You're welcome. I need more people on my campus. She needs more people. Veronica, mm-hmm. what's and your one thing? I'm just exhausted. Like maybe that's just coming out of a space right now. If I had three people to that I could just because even when so our, we share our face specialist and when she's on my campus mm-hmm. so what's face she's though? a uh, family and community engagement specialist okay. in our district pfo when she's on it. our dist- on our campus my day is better like i sure. my anxiety and my stress cuz i'm like hey Aww. could you, she's a wonderful human i wish I, can i shout out her out yeah monica Orozco, i love you thank you for all the work that you Aww. do thank you, you monica you just every time and I said that to her department I was like we need her here every day like she's just she builds community she's 10 steps ahead she she completes it's like that person she's my like she completes her sentences we share we share all they've shared this year we were going to have to share but we actually because we needed our our face specialist on our campus or we felt we needed we needed her uh full time so we had to kick in her extra salary Oh, mm-hmm. So we did that. And it's and, awesome. And I think it's the same thing at every campus. Like, too, you know, like, shout true. out Miss Misty. You're yeah. awesome. Yeah. She does They're, all the stuff. Yep. They do she everything. She does everything. And without her. I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do what I did I could today not her. do. Yeah. Today, I couldn't. like, it was, it's just she does community engagement. She does. Um, she, they're the they logistics just, they're people, super right? Logistical. Like, they're super logistical. They make sure that if you're going to have an event – that people show up it to the happens. event it and that everything all. happens yeah. Yeah. at the event. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing like just this morning. Not I mean not to mention it's the fact it's crazy before we let out for Thanksgiving break. We had principals coffee. We have yeah. our staff yeah. luncheon. We have our parents that are oh, there please. on campus to volunteer and who's going to who's going to put what, who's, who's going to go where where are they going exactly. what are they doing Also they know all the kids. They, they know do. All, they know the kids. They do know our kids. The children. And our families. I don't I, so, mm-hmm. I sometimes I can't match the kids to the families but our face just can. She does. Yeah. So, no, so mm. I, it's just a human capital thing. Which one's yours? What's, What's your yours? thing What's that your you need on your thing? campus? Your one thing. Like the one thing, if you could change this, this would be, this would change everything. Yeah. It. I think it all goes back to human capital. And it's like, we need more teachers on campus to be with our students, to help them, to build relationships with them. Yeah you know connect they're learning they need someone I, I, it goes back to just needing more people on campus yeah. no matter yeah. what role and i'm just thinking about yeah. it because if you do have someone who can make parent conferences for you or make copies for you or do any of those other things that's something that you don't have to do and so i know like that first year one of the one of the first things that out of the classroom I always did was what can I do to support you? What do you need? I'll go get that for you because you right. have enough to do. Right. I'll do it for you. Let me no. lighten your, learning, Let me lighten your, your load. load. Exactly. Yeah. If I can take that off of your plate, 
then I know that I have helped you, you know, a little bit throughout the day. And so I, I do think we need more people on campus um, in any role. Yeah. It doesn't matter in any role. I there. remember when I was a, a middle school teacher, I just, my kids needed mentors. Like I was mm -hmm. mentoring everyone. I'm like, I can't be your teacher and your mentor because you trust me in a different way. You need to see another example of, of someone who is, is empowered and, and driven. And, and so sometimes other people, I know if you're listening, like sometimes other people looks like mentorship. And so mm -hmm. I, I know that like you're, you've done mentorship and then guys, I have to, I'm going to share, share a quick story. Yes, please. Speaking of people and mentorship, um, was it yesterday on Wednesday? Um, no, Tuesday I was getting, I got home early from work. I never get home before six, six 30. And, uh, we had, I was going to go have dinner with the UTSA, the Dean from UTSA college of education. And so I was like getting ready. And I had my mind, I was going to get my life together. My, uh, my mother-in-law, Jen's mom was going to come watch the kids. And I was like on track and I hear a knock at my door and it was one of my students. He's now a 10th grader and he's in six. He was, I taught him in sixth grade That's five crazy. years ago. And he's like, Mr. Sess, um, I have an interview right now at 530 at HEB and I'm really nervous. Do you mind talking to me about it? And I, it took everything in me to not just burst into tears, but I'm like, he needs mentorship because if mm -hmm. he has to come knocking at his sixth grade teacher's house, he's craving someone. And it was a very, it was a very informal. I asked him like, uh, you know, these are the kinds of questions they ask in an interview and um, we 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 like we role played, that's, and then I like helped him find. That's the sweetest thing. I helped him find some words. Like I told him, and he was like, so he currently works um, at a pizza place in our neighborhood. So I told him I was like, talk about your customer service. Talk about how when people are really upset, you can be really level headed, and and how he's super dependable, and he's taking AP classes. So all these things, he's an amazing human, and I'm like. That he needs mentorship. So I, I told him, anytime you need to come by, like, or you want me to come to your school, I can come to school too. Like, I have to meet him where he's at because yeah. he came to me. And it was it was just this moment of like, so we mm -hmm. we actually, he so I asked him what he was wearing and he just goes, ah, and he put his, you know, face in his hands. And we ended up going through like my husband's button up t-shirts and he took a couple button up t-shirts for his interview. So I, I actually has been meaning to follow up if he got the see, job, <laughs> see what happened. I hope he did, but it's just yeah. people. We need more people and the kids need to feel like there's lots of champions for them constantly. Mm -hmm. Not just like, yes, the managerial things, but I think at a school like, like your school, yeah. Veronica, yeah. that you, they need strong people yeah. that are, that are li <laughs> constantly lifting them up, you know? And that's what I was saying. So it's not, we need people there. And that, that's like, the very first thing I said and, and what I thought of, too, it's like we need people there to have those connections with students because they don't always have someone to go and talk to. And it could be just as simple as is like what Jenny's saying, like, I need I just want to run through this interview process and what kind of questions are they going to ask? Or I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They need someone to talk to who they can just connect with and and feel like they matter and someone to listen to them for um, sure i mean just I, and I, we're saying this and i'm and i'm thinking about um 
one particular student, because we did the same thing today. We had, you know, our Thanksgiving luncheon. It was really nice. Everybody got to eat together and we're still sitting there. You know, there's like a group of us at a table. Everybody's gone. The kids are still outside, you know, wandering around. Um, Some, they go home like 30 minutes later. Anyway, so we're sitting at the table and I just feel a student come up from behind and give me like a big Uh, hug. And I turned around and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, and it's like huggers. "Mm -hmm, Happy Thanksgiving. Mm. The student will have, I probably, that would not have happened during school. No. Um, or any other time around his friends. And and this student gives me the hardest time. Of course he does. But <laughs> <laughs> the hardest time um, is see him in the hall and he'll look at me up and down and I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> no, but yeah. it's all, you know, and I've talked to him before and he's, you know, um, yeah. he just needs someone to talk to. Right. He needs someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, and that may not always be me. But I try to carve out space during the day just to say, hey, how's it going? Do good. Remember this. You're, you know, what'd you get on your test? That's awesome. You know, just little bits here and there. And that just made me feel like, okay, those few minutes out of my day, even if we're just passing each other in the hall. He knows. He knows. And made a difference. And that's what we need. We need people on our campuses who can make a difference in our students' lives. Connect to them. Mm-hmm. You make connections every day, mm-hmm. Veronica. Yes. It's it's such meaningful work. And then it really, like, I think I needed it that day because you're just like, you're just done. You're just like, well, you get, you're exhausted. What happens is you you're, just get like in a, you get in work mode. I'm in right? work like mode. You're I'm in like task mode. done, task yeah, done, exactly, task done. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like human. Like, right. this like, is why. Oh, because shit. This is why Five years matters. later, you're like, hey. I you needed are, somebody. You, you still count on me yeah. to, to help yeah. you maneuver through a job interview. Like I taught you reading. I taught you yeah. making an inference. Like right. I, he just knows that I have those yeah. skills. Right. It mm-hmm. just, it, it just, it was bizarre. So I it was really that kind of connection. Humbling. I miss not being on a campus in that way. Right. Also I miss um, Thanksgiving luncheon. So next time that uh, you're going to have We totally like, could have brought um, you a plate. <laughs> yeah. It's so rude. Thanks guys. I'm over here trying to munch on crackers. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it's just, uh, yeah, it really, it really centers and it grounds you. It grounds you mm-hmm. when you have those, those moments. I've had several moments. I know I shared one last time, but mm. I think they're going to keep coming. And I think um, I bought a house in the neighborhood that I taught in. So I think that it yeah, just – Yeah, it helps, it really, right? Like yeah. you're, when you are where they are – Yes. They then, see me and they know yes. where I am and yes. they know how to find me. Totally. And I, and I in some cases, um, their families, like their parents have my cell phone number yeah. because I was just like, this is a community that I'm a part of. And mm-hmm. I literally imagined myself – teaching there till I died and you know God was like hey here's your story here's your, what yeah. you're gonna do you're gonna leave that school but I imagined myself at that campus for a long time because I taught there but I only taught at one school yeah but yeah that's a really cool story Jenny. yeah thank you for sharing it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. um the is there of anything week. else you guys that is top of mind for today like is there anything you want people to know or anything you just feel like needs to be said that we haven't already said. I remember I'm going over our notes because so Jen makes these really cute Google Docs <laughs> and she sends them out and then uh, we have some points on there to kind of discuss. Because Jen one. has ADD and if I do not do this, I would never be focused. 
And what's funny is I'm looking at like the little yeah, what did you, the notes and uh-huh. that's exactly what I wrote. It's ultimately, this is my exact words, ultimately making a difference. It's with the little things and the big things. And I think yeah. that's what we just talked about. Like you're yeah. making a difference school wide, campus wide, but you're also making a difference with little pockets of students or teachers or people just everywhere yeah. on the campus. Yeah. Um, I I don't think mm-hmm. I I don't think I said what's keeping me up at night. Tell us, oh, Jen, yeah. what's like, keeping you up at night? This, but talk to us. Here, what's keeping me up at night right now is our, our freaking accountability system. It's killing me because I I do understand that we have to measure success in some way. Mm-hmm. If you don't measure success, then how do you know anything good is happening, right? Like you have to set goals and then monitor progress toward those goals. What's frustrating to me is that I feel like in our current accountability system, people are getting the short end of the stick because we work fabulously hard. And I think I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago where it was like, how how is it that one person or one school gets to carry the whole rating when it's like this group effort, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just what's happening in the school building that's keeping schools from being successful. It's also what kids come to school with and it's what, what they come to school without. Right. And we can't solve for all of those things. And so when I think about solving the problem or solving a problem that's related to school, this is one of those things that keeps me up at night because people are treated unfairly, or at least there's the potential to be treated unfairly when your school is not. <laughs> are you good, Jenny? I'm gonna, we're <laughs> we're going to take a pause. We're suffering from allergies today in a big way. In our current accountability system, I feel like there's potential for people to be treated unfairly based on an accountability rating that sometimes you walk into, like, especially if you're the leader of the school. Mm-hmm. If you're the leader of a school and you move to a new school and that school has historically been low performing and you're charged with turning it around, sometimes turnaround strategies or turnaround solutions take a long time. Yes. Like it's not, right. one year you know, thing. we're in session for 10 months. And right. so if you have a gap, I know I've said this, I feel like I say the same things every time, but if you have a gap, even in one student that's a 24-month gap, the likelihood that you're going to close it in 10 months, mm. it's kind of – maybe you could do that for one student. Right. But if you have like 100 students who have an 18-month gap and you need to close it in 10, like that is a massive feat. And it's unfair to then look at a leader or look at a teacher or look at a campus or look at a community Mm -hmm. or a district and say like, these people are failing. Right. These people are failures and use those those words. words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like brand you with a scarlet letter F like literally like when you Google the school, there is a literal red F on that school. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, that's what's keeping me up at night. I don't, and I don't have a solution for that. Jenna with you. Um, I think, you know, the first question that you posed today was it's exactly what I was going to say. Someone else's problem to solve, and I think, and I, and I, I don't want to go into like my political view or or anything like that. And I hate to sound like a socialist, but a lot of a lot of schools' problems are not school problems. Like if we had 
And and I know it's like, regardless of where you stand politically, we have hungry kids and we have kids in poverty and we, we have, have tired, we have tired mm-hmm. kids. We have families who are doing their best. And even with their, even with them, parents doing their best and teachers doing their best, we get, we get that, we get that. I F, mean, shit, Jenny, you know? I have a tired kid sometimes. Right. Do you know, and do you know what I mean? And I have like way more means than lots of people. Right. Do you know, like, no, yes. I have way less means than a lot of people, too. <laughs> like, let's just clear that up real quick. If you want to make a donation to San Antonio Leaders and Teachers, we're going to use your link on our website. <laughs> let's push that too while we're out here. <laughs> we- I'm just saying, like, I send my kid broken to school sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, yes. Because we. Just because life. Right. We had, I'm sorry, we had Chick-fil-A for the third day in a row because mm-hmm. that's what I can do or like. Yes. It, or little little Caesars or whatever. I, I don't know. So I think like the school problem to solve is an entire social problem. Like I don't, I don't think that we can sugarcoat that is that it becomes inequitable. And I know that they have the curve based on SES. I know that the state of Texas does that, but it's not enough. Um, so that's my first part. And the second part is recently, the reason why it's fresh on my mind is because I heard this presentation from um, the, there's a school, there's a university in Finland that's been educating only educators. It's the first college in Finland to open. It's been open for 183 years. And their first college was the College of Education. And I sat at the dinner table with them and they said, like they told us, our kids aren't hungry. Our kids, yeah. our kids, uh, Fam- they get free college, their families. And yes, it comes at a tax or between 20, 30%. We can go. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to go into this politically or like economic systems or political systems because Finland has a very different system than our own. But we constantly look at them as a, as world school leaders mm-hmm. that kids are, are functioning in really amazing ways, even as four-year-olds and as 12-year-olds and as 18-year-olds. But look at how they're showing up to school. They show up to school fed. They show up to school with a parent who has 10 months maternity leave, right? Yeah, and like with health insurance. So if they're sick, they they can go... Right. If if they're sick, they can go to the doctor. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just all those things. This is what keeps me up at night. So I'm totally with you on that. I cannot handle the power structures that we've created that allow somebody to look at you or look at me or look at Veronica and say, you are failing. You are, you must not be good at your job. Like I cannot, it's, it's really like, I get very upset over it. So I think that, I think we all think about those things. And and I did, when you started talking about that, I, I looped it back up to who, then whose problem is it to solve? But at the same time, when I hear, yes, there are other countries who are probably doing it better than what we are. And and nobody wants to be labeled labeled with a big F, you know, as soon as you pull up their campus. But at the same time, I think, okay, I get into like teacher mode. Okay, that's fine. But this is how it is today. Yes. And this is how they are coming to us. So what are we going to do about it to help them? What are we going to do you about can't, it? And I also yeah. feel like I'm from a generation that says everybody is not a winner. You right. don't get a trophy for showing up. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? right. Like, so I'm, it's like both sides of me. I'm in constant conflict because right. I'm like, it's not fair to say, 
you must not be a good leader if your school is an F school, right? right. Or you must have a, a group of teachers that can't do their job. Like, mm-hmm. I think there it's more complicated than that. But Agreed. I also think, like, you can't just say, oh, everybody's going to be an A school. We're just no, going to lower the standard no, no. to where right. everybody looks right. successful and everybody's doing no, the right yeah, thing. We, need we have some, to have some, some sort of accountability. Yeah. I just... I don't have a good be more solution holistic. for that. And again, I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier. We need more people at our campuses who are making a difference. We yes. need more people there to help our students, not only a social worker or an extra PFL yes. or, or face specialist or we need teachers. Right. We have, can't you know, classes that are like 26, 27 students. We need more teachers who are there for the right reasons and want to work with the kids and want right. to help them yes. and do anything it or takes. Or have enough support and strategies to manage 26 yes. kids, right? That, that's because like lot. other people, other people do kids. it. Other people do it. Like other people, other places can handle 35 kids in the classroom. I, I just think like we're just not honoring the profession in a in such a way that people feel motivated to do the excellent work that's required. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're shaming people and we're – do you know right. what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. it's just, it's not, I just don't feel like we're. And at some point, because um, I was at an IR campus, I taught sixth grade reading at an IR campus. And at some, and I swore to myself that my kids would never know. Like, yeah, but now my they know. Students, my, exactly. My, but I, I'm like, my kids will never know because at some point as a teacher, you begin to internalize, like, is it me? Like, am I doing it, is my is it my teaching like yeah. I need mm-hmm. to go see a strong sixth grade reading teacher and align myself and calibrate myself to that yeah and it's like what if that person at that a campus is a terrible teacher but they just have their kids that come in like Already reading ready. above grade level exactly and so and that did happen to me oh that's a whole nother day but and so it just I swore, like, my kids will never know. And I was, I'm sorry, I'm so nasally at my allergies, but my kids <laughs> will never know that we're in our campus yeah. because if I'm internalizing it as a teacher, imagine what they internalize it as a student, that their school is a failing school. And I know that that's a very, like... So, but when you use terms like, you, this is an IR campus, that's not super accessible for a, IR a, a means improvement required. Yeah. But that's I don't not know. super accessible for like an eight-year-old, right? No, no, but right. when you say your Two school got grader. an F, to guess what? They understand what, they know understands what that means. what an F is. Yeah. They understand yeah. what an F is. And then they're like, then they think differently of their teacher and exactly. their admin and their community and themselves ultimately. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard time. And like, Currently, I hear, I can feel myself being like, this is where we're at. This is what we're, and I'm like, I can't use that as leverage. Like, that can't be part of, like, our school identity. Well, exactly. It can't be part and of it my is identity. leverage. And it's also, it, like, it's a comparison tool, right? Like, oh, you work at a B school. Oh. But it yeah, is part of your identity, oh, you work, no matter how much you don't so want hard. it to be. And and I'm I'm totally in agreement with you. I don't want it to be part of the Students' identity, our teachers' identity, our campus, our leaders, anything like that. But the fact of the matter is, it, it is. is. It is hard. part of our identity. It's and hard. it does. And it's it sucks. It it's totally a lot of pressure. Pressure. That's somebody else's A or F, solution. it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of like, pressure. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's a lot it's of pressure. Much. So it's that's heavy. someone else's solution that we're all working through. Right. right. 
Yeah, like that. that uh, so, we would have never come up with this bullshit. I don't know. Like, A through I, F. Can we can we work on that? <laughs> Stay in Texas. I'm doing the work. I'm putting in sometimes we 14 agree. hour days. We should monitor progress. I agree. Accountability matters. Accountability matters. Student growth matters. All There's of it matters. There's got to be a better way We have to do it differently. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. Can you grade me on like... See, I, I have this, I have this really side, a- side story. Our music teacher is new to our campus. He's been like sending me these like recordings of our kids making videos. I'm like, if only I could send that to the state of Texas as like <laughs> upload it into this like program yeah. of like our kids happy. Like our kids doing interdisciplinary it's relevant like learning seesaw in different in ways. two languages can we in and two, two languages. languages in two languages and we take them as they come like right you don't have to have spanish to be functional on my campus like we will take you as you come anyway so yeah, I'm like if only like, like veronica it. just said it what it's, if we could submit like a school seesaw. portfolio mm-hmm. like a seesaw of, of like Here's where we're. Here's, here's how our kids shine. And here's like, how kids are doing well actually, here. What if our students were solving some economic and social issues in our community? They are. You know, I know, but that's not what we're rated but that's on. Not what and it's not the goes, story that gets told. Kids are doing like poetry slams into like they're kids are in it. Kids are woke. Like they yeah. understand where they come from and they understand they understand the context of what's happening. And I have. I have nephews that like they understand. I'm yeah. our ne- my nephews get it. Like they know where they come from. They know where they're going. And it's like there are these amazing beings. And like my son's not evaluated through a state test yet. But I'm like he he might not do well. <laughs> let's just be real. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, like let's think dance, about it. He has to dance like, while he does work. Right. God let's bless his think teacher. About the this. state of Texas. I don't think they have that as an accessibility like, feature. Okay, dancing while you're working. How many times, Jenny, in your career? Can we career, add dancing Veronica, as an accessibility feature? How many times somebody feature? in your job interview said like, "What did you score on fourth grade writing?" <laughs> <laughs> like, Every time. No, I'm just. <laughs> I just want to do it like a Commended every time, every <laughs> test I ever took for the state of Texas. <laughs> like it just doesn't even matter. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It totally. I still. I, I it go matter. back to that video that you sent me. That yes. you sent us to a campus, and I have. I, I have sent that video to countless number of teachers because what is that video called um i don't know but, it, but it, I, it's I'm gonna about Google how it. your test score it like a test doesn't measure the, everything the test doesn't define you that's what i think it is what it said you. the test does not define you L- look it up google it it's on youtube and it doesn't matter that you right. flunked it you passed it it doesn't, doesn't matter doesn't because matter. Exactly like Jen run, said, like it does not you will matter never what, go to an interview and say, nobody cares how you scored on an you exam when masters you were on or even SAT. No, like, even no, higher it, level exams. It does not no. matter in the long run. It doesn't. It's hard. It's a hard thing. It pisses me off. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> that is why I love that video. I think there is not a video I love more than that one that doesn't you define you. You have to send you. it to me. I Can will send, send it. I, it is still today? in my email. I'll, I'll send find it. To it. Me. It's forward in my email. it. Forward it. I think it's this Google, one. No, is it that? Mm-mm. This test does no. not define you. Mm-mm. There's a lot of this test does not define you. It, 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 we used to do star pep rallies, and we would show. I would and Google your name. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, you do it. Um, I, but that test. I have a little bit of a public. I mean, that I am an ultimate overbooker. I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm a terrible overbooker, and I have people coming to my house to do a friendsgiving in like eight minutes. That's awesome. I'm not even. We matter more. Good, well, look, kidding. the drive between here and your house is like six Seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, so you'll yeah, be yeah. all right. I have to swing by my now. campus because I left <laughs> I left 
Jimmy my John's is next door. I left the yeah, gravy yeah, at my campus. Stuff. I have to Why pick up the gravy, the gravy because I campus. left ready to come here and, oh, and podcast it away. Mm-mm. Do you need gravy? I mean, like you need it. Need would it? you do a Thanksgiving without a gravy? No. Okay, no. then you've okay, answered my right. question. I also left the cranberries <laughs> no. there. Oh, sh- the I don't know how to help from you. Scratch cranberries. <laughs> like like I said, I Why did you get it together? Yeah. Get it together. I, did I, you make them do you remember at school? Yesterday, because Veronica did that to me one time. Yesterday, oh. what did you making nachos on a day of of what? Well, so we we came up with this brilliant idea. That on a practice day, a practice test day, simulation, yeah, yeah, like on a simulation day, we would reward the students for their stamina and hard work. Okay, by having nachos when we were done. Okay, okay, but then it was like full blown simulation. Like we will treat this as though this is the real test day, and so our. Area assistant superintendent came to like do walkthroughs to to oh, make sure like always. we're operating as a simulation, simulation day like yeah. we're in full test mode, <laughs> and the fourth grade teachers on my campus were in the back of the room <laughs> stirring the pot of nacho cheese, getting ready for for post test. We. We took simulation very seriously. Very seriously. Oh, whatever. Serious. We were in nachos win. Nachos win every time. It's this one. I found it. So okay. I can't find it. In okay. Email. So we'll we'll post it. We'll, we'll post it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else before the nacho conversation about, I don't remember. It had something to do with schools. It mattered. But anyway. Well, anyway, continue, the Jen. lady was just like, do you know that you're, I, I mean, your teachers are not actively monitoring. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> What are they doing instead they can monitor of monitor and stir at the same time? What are they doing yeah, instead yeah. of actively monitoring? And she's like, uh, making nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Rico's. Shout out to Rico's. Give us some donations, Rico's. We're going to give you a shout out on this education podcast. You run San Antonio. You are in every classroom party, uh, yes, Rico's. You we are. See you. Yes, are. you are. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Definitely. Okay, so wrapping up. They thank were, you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. This was you good. so much. Was I good. love coming here. This Sorry I got angry. <laughs> Why did you get angry? Because we're not socialists? No, because we made we're, nachos. Yes. <laughs> because, we, because Veronica made nachos and we're still defined by an accountability system. That American government, hey, you can hey. charge me however many percent if I don't have to pay college or health I'm like, hey, hey, what was my percentage? That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. At the end of the day... The nachos work. The nachos I know. Work. We showed up at our campuses. Yeah, I did. know we showed yeah, up. We did. <laughs> I All showed right, up. guys. Have a great, great, great weekend. Well, this might not play this on a weekend, gonna... so never mind. Don't say happy Thanksgiving or have, it have is, a great it weekend. It is happy Thanksgiving for us. Have a well, great Well, yeah, but I mean, it's We'll be not, with each other, so it doesn't count. This is not coming out till like, February, so. Have a good February. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Have a great year. Bye. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miseducation. 